Hey everyone, I'm Mark. And I'm Alex. And this is Final Stop for Final Fantasy Talks. Welcome everyone to episode 39. We are continuing our, our Final Fantasy IX playthrough. We're getting towards the end here. We probably don't have very many episodes left, man. It's it's getting yeah. it's it's going pretty quick. So we are gonna continue really on. Is. We just left the episode doing kind of all of the side stuff, essentially, all the end game side quest things. We left a few things. We left like the monster house, we left the side boss some friendly monster we left some things and we said that we were probably going to do it this episode yeah. alex and i were actually talking and we are probably going to super bosses yeah we're gonna we're gonna kind of push it back even further because yeah i was gaining levels man it was working quite well you know um i definitely just used the cheats turned on the max damage modifier with the time speed and i just cranked it out <laughs> you know i was like dude i'm not gonna sit yeah. here doing it forever and so well, yeah i, I was getting it. into the mid 50s but that's when i was like dude i was like i can't keep leveling because yeah. you know we got to advance the story and it's still i think it's like 60s or something like that is what it's at and yeah. so we're gonna go ahead and story so that way we can get through the story and then i and alex as well will have free reign to level up as much as we so choose and then we'll take on the, all the exercise stuff so all right man here we go we're gonna dive into it dive into memoria what you, you have the invincible ship and you have to pretty much just fly to the even I mean, tree it's a good pretty much it's uh i'm not really even sure what it is but there's like that purple blob on top of the even yeah, tree like some portal or void just, or something yeah exactly it's something that kuja opened up and all this kind of stuff so Basically, just have to go to the Aoife tree, and um, you get some really awesome scenes here with, like, all of the, literally, hundreds, if not thousands of these silver silver dragons coming yeah. out to play. Yeah, man, so that's the thing. We have kind of a stream of FMVs, and then it breaks off into these categories and people talk and stuff. And so the first one is, yes, just as you said... All the silver dragons. And this one is um like, you know, the Invincible's heading towards them, and then all of a sudden they start getting blown up and shot down, and you know, out comes all these airships out of the the mist, like <laughs> you know, all these tiny little ships. Yeah. And yeah. uh and it's Sid and Tantalus, you know, here they are. It goes to a little scene with them and Baku's just having a blast, man. Yeah, it's kind of cool because you got everybody here. But I don't think you see is Zanero, Banero, and Janero with them, or they? <laughs> no, but um, if if you all remember, and we will absolutely talk about it some more today as we progress through Memoria. We do have that Lindblom side quest going. It's kind of in unison as you progress through Memoria, and so the first kind of scene to see there in the theater district is just soon as Disc 4 started, we already did that, so to speak, in the last episode. And it's just Zanero and Banero, you know, you, you go into the hideout and they come out and they're like, where's Marcus and Blank and blah, blah, blah. We're going to go find them. And then they leave. And that, that's that's all we've seen so far. But it's just kind of funny to think about that. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, dude, they're, they're on an airship blowing up some silver dragons, so I'm not <laughs> sure you guys are going to find them. Yeah, exactly. They're going to have a hard time trying to get there. Yes. Anyways, on top of that... You also got the Red Rose showing up to have some fun, and it's uh, Beatrix is there as long 
as well as the uh, the Pluto Knights. Oh well, yeah, they always still gotta be in the story. I just love that. What what's the line here? It's uh, "Do not fret, your captain is about to enter Valhalla." That's what Beatrix says, oh, gosh, right? Man, them who's like worrying or something. Oh, it's well, it's hysterical, yeah. Because I mean, the way they come out is Sid and Tantalus and the all the airships. They did great, but there were still like a, some a little group of dragons, you know, following the Invincible and. Here comes Red Rose, as you said, and the way it appeared, I think it just like flies up into him, just starts like crashing <laughs> into him headlong. And That's so, yeah, right, yeah. yeah the Pluto Knights is like, oh, we're going to die. And she's like, do not fret. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, man. They need to like after everything they've been through, you'd think they'd be a little bit more confident. Oh, but they're no. still freaking out over everything. Well, and then the Pluto ones Knights. like he's like, you wouldn't even be here if you didn't have a crush on Steiner. She's like, what would you say? You know, and then and then it's funny yeah. because at that point he goes to the Invincible and Steiner comes out. He's, he's like, oh my gosh, is that the Red Rose? And blah, blah. And Zidane's all quite the woman you've fallen in love with there. Yeah. And then Steiner, <laughs> I love his comeback. You're one to talk. And yeah, because like Dagger's like, well, hold on, hold on, man. Um, yeah. Which... Just once again, it just is, uh, you know, we already know, we, you've, you've already, the phrase you've said, cat's out of the bag, but it's just it's just a well-known just fact now that, yes, Zidane and Dagger love each other. It's very open, yeah. it seems, because, you know, he, he's like, you're one to talk, and it's like, well, that means Dagger is the woman that Zidane loves, and yeah. Yep, even Steiner's completely accepted it and is, yes. like, cool with it at this point, so... It's interesting how that's happened. I mean, you know, this goes all the way back to, like, Terra, too, when you brought up the uh, the line where it's like, I still haven't decided if you're the right man for right. the princess. Well, so, I guess I guess he's got the past now, so. And and so after all those movies, I mean, seriously, awesome scenes, some of the best. We'll definitely be sending yeah. you the media over Instagram this, this following week or so. And you are now free, right? The Invincible breaks free, and now it goes into it, and it essentially just goes right into a battle. So... Here we go. We got a Nova Dragon. There are a few things to prepare for this. We'll we'll kind of get into that. We'll just start it off with steals like we always always do here. And I mean, at this point, I guess this really depends. The steals and the following bosses here, I think it just really depends on how well you yourself are set up, what all you have been able to synthesize, if you even have, or if you've even bothered spending the gill on it. Because then that kind of determines if it's even worth it to really try to get the rare steals, right? Yeah, some of the rare steals coming up in these bosses are a little bit more worth it than others. Yes. Because they're actually missable. Like, uh, whereas some of these some of these steals, like the one on this boss, isn't technically missable because you can synthesize it. Correct. So, either way, and, and the other thing is, too, like, the difficulty of these bosses totally depends on if you've been grinding at all, like, yes. leveling up. Like, if you just finished Terra and you decided to go here, Nova Dragon can be pretty tough. But it, it totally depends on your setup. Because, I, I mean, for example, like, if you have ribbons... And it's not as bad, right? Because you get some no. elemental protection, things oh, like that. Oh yeah. Well, that that's the great thing. So, so yes, those those steals real quick will knock him out for Nova Dragon. Hundred percent is remedy. Twenty five percent Dragon Wrist. You know, things obviously no no big deal in Dragon Wrist. You've ever be able to buy or synthesize whatever. But the big one, of course, is the super rare zero point three nine percent Grand Armor steal, which of course. That'd be great, especially if you didn't have the stuff to synthesize. So maybe you miss some items yeah. or, you know, whatever. That, of course, then would be the good thing. It's like, yes, definitely try to get that. But in the case of my game, like, I'm, you know, playing through and like we've talked, I mean, of course, 
I followed this, so I have everything, you know, and now my characters are actually up to a normal level. So this was cakewalk. I already had grand armor. Yeah. I was like, I'm not even going to worry about the steals. But, you know, if you don't yeah. have it and you and or maybe just really need to save the money, go for it. But don't don't kill yourself over that's for sure. Yeah, that's just like all the other steals. Like, they always have to throw one in that's like, you know, with some of the, like, perfect walkthroughs I've seen or things like that where they're adamant on getting all the steals, it just takes forever. You just got to reset a whole bunch of times to reset the RNG. Yeah. Hope, hope you get lucky. It's really just... It's less than one in a hundred chance, so it really is yeah. just pure luck. Yeah, it is. Um, but, but anyways, as far as attacks, right? He's got yes. some. He's got like a wind slash, I think. Wind slash, I think, is one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Tidal wave. Lots of like you know attacks that hit the whole party. Yes. He does quite a bit of damage. Some of these attacks are kind of have like a lot of random variants to it, so it can depend, but. Yeah, yeah, he's he's not too hard, and like the comment is made too about the ribbons. I mean, I I have three ribbons. If I got the auction house one, that'd be four. And so if I really wanted to, you know, could have put on all the characters. And just ribbon with this dude is, you know, ribbon does half a lot of elemental damage, but I think it absorbs water and maybe wind. And so oh, it's yeah, just right. perfect for him because, you know, that's, you know, half of his abilities are going to be absorbed. And so without that, I don't know. I don't I don't think I've ever had too much issue on Nova Dragon in past playthroughs. Yeah, I haven't either. But depends on kind of luck based sometimes. With some yeah, of no, well, and it's always goes back to, yes, how quick are you pushing through? What are you stopping to get and how prepared are you? I mean, essentially mm -hmm. is. And so. Once you do wrap up that battle, though, it kind of goes to a few little cutscenes here. I think it goes to, like, the ship first, and they're all using that teleporter, and, like, are you sure it's, you know, are you sure it's safe? And Kina, you know, like, it's yeah. safe. I use, you know, and stuff. And so it's, like, good yeah. thing that that has been tested, and we have someone who uh, survived from that teleporter. Kina knows. Kina knows. That's how she escaped. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. And but then you kind of get to the beginning of this, this super weird-looking place where there's, like, a city... And you're kind of like a, a city below you and you're on this uh, like broken pathway that yes. leads into a big old castle, right? Well, and I think this is like one of the coolest, I don't, I don't know, entrance, entrances to like a place oh, because definitely. you can see it in the, in, the, in the background, like you said. But it's like still being built. You know, it's like blocks are falling yeah. down on the top and it's like it's just being That's created right. around them. It's, like, it's really, really interesting. And yeah, yeah, like you said, there's it's kind of like a path that leads up to it and you're all got, you know, placed at the very end of it. Now we're starting to, I, I, dude, how, why is Garland still around? How is he around? He was kicked That's, off, man. And then the whole yeah. place was blowing up. It's like, you know, someone stepped on him, lit him on fire, smashed him to pieces, rolled yeah. over him with their car. And he's like, Hey, what's going on? I, <laughs> I'm still around. Seriously though. But I mean, I think I might've mentioned it last time, but it is, is something interesting with Garland where he's, like omnipresent pretty yes. much you know it's almost godlike so yeah it's never really at least i i don't think it's ever really like fully explained how he's able to do all this kind of stuff but he's not really uh you know he's just he's not like a, a mortal no he can just no. die and then that's it he's sort of living on and he's still speaking to zidane yes and all that kind of stuff, yeah so. it's like his consciousness has still remained or something and and yeah and so now it's getting it's getting quite serious with him he he just i think he does say like you know what is this place and they're like it's it's memoria place of memories so it's this whole place yeah. is created out of all of the the party members memories and so he says a couple other things no one else can hear him you know it's just zidane and mm -hmm. he's just says i think something like you know here you shall witness the entire truth so i guess 
Yeah. You know, we got a lot of the answers about everything that kind of happened up to this point, but of course there's a lot of blanks and, uh, you know, apparently we're going to, we're going to learn a lot more. Yeah. And then also a really, I don't know, arguably one of the best, uh, tracks in the whole game. Right. Yes. I mean, I absolutely, it's, it's so, I don't know. It's like mystical, but also kind of melancholy at the same time. It's, it, it's it is, but really then it also kind of gets very, uh, cryptic. A little bit through yeah. it, you know, it's it's it is very calm, especially at the beginning. It's very mystical and calm, but then it yeah. kind of gets a little, yeah, a little grittier and stuff. Awesome soundtrack, man, and and also I know, we know this isn't kind of you know spoiler like the last section so to speak, but it's kind of like it kind of is though, you know, like the Final yeah. Fantasies always have kind of the last areas, and I'll admit some of them haven't had always the best sound or it's kind of annoying or whatever, you know. One that I love kind of come to mind is Final Fantasy VIII also, you know, but we won't go oh, there. Yeah, but, definitely. you know, it is really cool. And so having this soundtrack here is great because especially if you're doing the Limblum thing, you will be hoofing it back and forth yeah. a lot. So, but, <laughs> yeah, for real. But also, you know, there's there's definitely like an air of finality yes. in the game right now. I mean, even if even like the first time that I played it, it's pretty apparent with like the mist covering all of Gaia now with all of the things that have been happening, you can tell yeah. you're definitely getting to the end of the game now. Yeah, the yeah the plot's coming to a head here, essentially. Well, you're on that path, so really only one way to go. Head on up into, um, we'll just kind of call it like a castle because it does kind of look like that. It kind of has that architecture yeah. style. And here you will definitely unmistakably notice like an orb thing. Before that, you kind of have... It's like the stairway, and it kind of flattens out. It has like a corner. That's how you leave the area, right? And you just choose your party, and then boom, you can teleport onto the invincible interior or just fight around the map, whatever. But yeah, so if you go up a little bit, we have this little orb bubble thing, and it's like, well, look, that's yeah. how we save now. Save in Tet. It's like, okay, well, finally, yeah. we have a place that Moogles can't get into. I bet you, I if Stiltskin had one more offer, though, he would find a way, and he would be there. He'd be like, what's up, Koopo? This is strange. I don't remember being in your memories. <laughs> Yeah, and imagine like what if he had like the ultimate deal? He's like, I'm gonna sell you <laughs> Ultima weapon, Excalibur. Da, da, da. That would be so sweet. Oh, that would be like heck yeah, I'm gonna buy it. Or if he but... just opened a store with all like incredibly high priced oh, things. All right, we're 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 this theory Anyways. crafting here at this point, but yes. <laughs> so really, only other thing to do with this screen is there is a Kane's Lance. It's kind of hidden to the right, so you kind of have to kind yeah. of just work that wall and go back. I don't know why you get an achievement for this, but you do get the Kane's Lance achievement for getting it, or it's something like I, that. I kind of get it, yeah, because it's weird. It's like a lot of these ones, they're they're sort of hidden. They're like when you go into these little pockets on the map, and yes. you get an exclamation mark. So they're not chests or anything like that, but I think the reason why Kane's Lance, even though it's... It's slightly, it's not better than Dragon's Hair, is it? No, and and that's right. why it's kind of interesting that it is here and you get the achievement it, for that one. It's a throwback to uh, Final Fantasy IV. Ah, there Kane, you go. Kane was like the Dragoon in that game, so okay, cool. we'll get to that. Well, so yeah. that is there, and yes, if you did get the Dragon Hair, it's just slightly better. Kane's Lance, on the other hand, if you don't have Dragon Hair, will definitely be the best that you'll be able to get then. At this point, you can head back to Lindblom. Um, I think I talked about it last episode where, you know, there's going to be certain events. Basically, it's just as soon as you kind of either fight a boss or maybe the party has a conversation or the plot just kind of progresses a little bit. That's when you can head back to Lindblom. You have to, in order to finish it, 
You have to go back nine times throughout Memoria. There are 18 situations that you're allowed <laughs> to go back. So you don't have to hit all the first ones right out, you know, right off. You can just kind of wait and do all that. But this is the second opportunity. We will do so. So we're going back. Boom, you get there. And you go all the way into the you know, theater district. You go in the door. And now it's Gennaro. He pops out. And he's like, where's Benero and Zanero? And he's like, I'll go look for him. And he walks out, and that, that's it. <laughs> so first one was Benero and Zero oh, came out. Now we got Gennaro came out looking for them. And there we go. So obviously we have lots more to discuss about oh, Memoria. Weird. But before we do that, let's do our bold move. Okay, so our bold moves for this episode. I'll start us off. I was thinking about it a little bit. This might be a little stretch for my, you know, for me. But Final Fantasy X, man, it was kind of a bold yeah. move that you know at Lake Makalania after they had the battle and you know they they need to get to the temple now. It's kind of a bold move for them, just like in the middle of all that seriousness, to have like a jet ski race. You know, they all flip them over <laughs> and they're like. Do you think you can, what is it, pilot this or drive it? He's like, yeah. buddy, are they Kamari does or something like that. Yeah. And off they go and they're just racing, man. I know, that that is a good point. And then they have like a little casual chat with oh, whoever yes. you have the best compatibility with it. See, oh, like no, dude, it, it, that whole thing is like, you know, 10 minutes long and then you can walk that later in the game. It, like, <laughs> I don't know, 10 seconds, no problem. You know, it's like, geez, man, how are you guys doing? Yeah, seriously. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. I didn't really think of that. All right. So mine is going back to Final Fantasy VII again. Been uh, abbling quite a bit in that game oh, recently. Yes. So, you know, it's funny because Kate Sith has a couple of bold moves in that game, but one that I totally forgot about that happens later on, like almost near the very end of the game when he calls out, he's like, you know what? I got something that I've been wanting to say to you, Barrett, for a long time. During that bombing mission, at the very beginning of the game, you know, when they, they bombed the uh, number one reactor, yeah. it's like, how many people do you think died during that? Barrett's just like, look, I don't want to hear that from anybody in the Shinra, man. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, that's so, true. <laughs> so that was kind of that was kind of a bold move, man. It's like, yeah, I mean, seriously, you're part of the organization that kills thousands yeah. of people. All call, the time. Called them out. When you out. point your finger at someone, there's three more pointing right back at you, buddy. <laughs> yep, the old saying, people in glass houses, right? So. <laughs> Bold moves indeed. All right, well, let's get back to Memoria to see what other things we can find. All right, so before we go any further, I feel like we should just go ahead and hash out some enemies. I can't remember where some are. I know that the I, behemoth is yeah. one, but it's later on in Memoria, so we will just talk about uh -huh. that one later. So if we do miss some or whatever, then yeah, whatever. They're here somewhere in, in this place. So first what we'll talk about is Ash. I mean, I haven't had any issue with any of these enemies, but just kind of, it's mainly just abilities at this point, right? Like which ones to yeah. equip to just basically protect yourself. So Ash will use yeah. things such as Doom, Death, and Stop. So obviously, you know, Stop is locomotion is pretty good to have against that. Um, the first... Yeah, so Ash, so like they, they kind of appear in different places. So Ash and uh, one of the other guys that we're going to cover in a minute here, 
appear at like a further uh, one of the the screen later from the one that we we saved at that we're at right now. Right. But yeah, like what Mark was saying, it depends on what you have equipped. You're gonna want to have a lot of status abilities equipped here because this guy can be pretty darn annoying with stop and yes. things like that. So have locomotion on. Other than that, not too bad. You'll definitely know which one it is because he's sort of like a uh, it's like a floating uh, dude goat yeah. mixed with a human or something. Well, it's really weird. <sighs> Yeah, like he's like okay. Well, well, we'll talk to him. The next screen, there's like a giant pendulum thing, right? It looks like he's yeah. hanging on that. I don't, I yeah, don't even know, yeah. but yeah, very strange, <laughs> very strange yeah. looking thing. They're all weird enemies here because again, it's it's sort of a an imaginary realm, I guess, built yeah. in memory. So all of these enemies are like mashups of weird, weird things. Yeah, and you can't eat it for Doom. So I mean, we'll still go over this. I know we're at the end of the game, but you know, whatever. You can you can eat it with Kena for Doom. So. That is the Ash. Next one up is, we'll talk about the uh, Chimera. Once again, not too hard, but it's just these uh, these abilities, man, with all these statuses. We'll use vir Virus yeah. Crunch, so obviously Virus. We got Venom Breath, so Venom. And then Cold Breath does Freeze, so there's three more, you know? So just that two enemies. You might want to just have those four things equipped and just leave them on at this point, yeah. to be real. Antibody and body temper pretty much standard at yeah. this point in the game for me. I mean, it's like very rare. Even if you go into the world map, it's just venom. Venom's just one of those things that you can't you can't have. So no, yeah, I can't be having that. You can also eat eat the eat it for frost. So once again, Kina, eat that for frost. Next one's good old Iron Man, dude, or the Iron Giant oh, as it's been called. Yeah, yeah, this is a classic enemy. I love the Iron Giant. Yes. I don't know, like, the names are kind of different with Iron Man on this one, but this guy can kind of be annoying. He has one move that's particularly annoying. It's called, like, uh, Helm Divide or something like that. It reduces right. your HP just to one, which is really annoying because, it's like, no matter how strong you are, if he uses that, it'll yeah, always you gotta, take you down to one. Gotta heal back up, yep. Yeah, other than that, I, I fought a few of them. I mean, of course, he has high defense, but... It, other than that one ability, it didn't crank out too much damage. You also cannot eat it. It's just a big pile of metal, so it probably wouldn't be too tasty to Kina. But then again, I'm <laughs> no not one candy. to judge, so I don't know. Uh, the next one, still Stilva, I guess? Yeah, and that one's kind of part with Behemoth, where he's it's later on. Right. Um, but we can still talk about it. Stilva can be pretty tough. It's like a... Uh, like a giant red spider mixed with a crab kind of thing honestly i'm yeah, trying my best to describe yeah. these it's a really weird looking thing he uses um fire aga uh red clipper or something like yeah, that he has yeah. a bunch of powerful attacks yeah pretty but... much all fire fire based yeah so pretty pretty easy if you just have rosetta rings equipped or something oh, yeah, I mean, but I they're, they're honestly nothing really you need to kind of prepare for but you can't eat it for auto life as well i think you know, yeah. I mean, well, obviously we've had all these by now. And so the last one we'll kind of talk about for now is veteran. It's kind of like the, uh, you know, the flow eating eyeballs, the bat wing eyeballs. And just again, the status effects, doom. You got roulette as they always like to use. Did have mm -hmm. one kill itself on mine. It was pretty hysterical. And blaster, which inflicts <laughs> stop. So we got stop again, you know. So same, yeah. same thing, need for doom. It's kind of just standard basic things. But, you know, there's variety. So that's good for, for you know, enemies. And then also, mm -hmm. they all give pretty decent experience, you know, because, for instance, yeah. I was just leveling off Grand Dragons, and while that's fine and all, it's like, dude, it just kind of gets really boring finding the same thing over and over again. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think this is actually kind of like the second best place in the game to level grind. Yeah. So it's pretty darn good. But you know what? As we're getting towards the end of the game, 
and we are going to cover super bosses and yes. just some final ending things. We figured now would be kind of a good time just to finish up our our thoughts and um, some more information on the uh, card game and oh, some yes. of like, the rare cards because. As you're walking around Memoria, you'll find little exclamation marks where if you just press X, Zidane will look up around like something's there, but yeah, he doesn't like, huh? know. Yeah, so I didn't know this for the longest time, but if you press square, you can actually challenge like these uh, phantom card players. Yes. And why would you want to do that? Well, they have some really rare cards. So this is kind of one of the way that you can fill out, you know, get every single card in the game if you want, do all that kind of stuff. And we'll also just cover a few of the other places you can get rare cards. Yes. And so that kind of ties into, if you do move to the next screen, so, you know, we kind of left off on that, just the, basically the second screen where that first kind of bubble, save bubble was, is you move the next one, That's it's, it looks like a giant clock tower or something, you know? I mean, it has like the kind of clock noises and all that, and it has that pendulum as we refer to swinging in the middle. Here is that first, like, phantom. So it's kind of in that t top left corner, you know, that's the first one. And so, yes, the Phantoms yep. have the cards. So one one person outside of the Phantoms, though, that has all the rare cards that I think Alex actually, I think you already talked about, is, bit, yeah. is Gilgamesh, as we now know is Gilgamesh because of last episode. We figured out what his name is. And so if you have not actually found that out yet, so if you <laughs> are not rank S and talk to him or whatever, you can still play him. I, I think he leaves after that, though, right? I mean... Yeah, he does, and that's why I wanted to bring this up, because yes. the reason why like Gilgamesh is kind of cool to play is because he uses exclusively ship cards. Yes. So he uses a ton of like cargo ship, he uses theater ship and all that stuff. But those aren't the ones you'd be looking for. You're gonna be looking for like the rarer ones like uh Viltigence he can use. He can even rarely use the best ship card Invincible. Yes. It is pretty rare, but that's just, you know, how the card game is where if you want those, he's the only one in the game that will play Invincible to my knowledge at least. Yes. Pretty cool. But other than that, you can just head on back to the Trino card arena. There's a whole bunch there now. I mean, it's changed up since since earlier in the game. You've got the Weapon Master, you've got Magic Master, Idolin Master, Beast Master, and they all use various, like, whatever they're, they're a master in. So, like, Weapon Master will use, like, Massimune, Ultima Weapon Card, even Excalibur 2, which is a crazy good yeah. card. Yeah, and then I mean, yeah. well, that's the other thing. We got the other masters too, right? So Magic Masters, Holy Flare, Meteor, and you've had yeah. some opportunities to get a few of these here and there. Idolin Master, you know, Rama, Shiva, Ifrit, Medine, Bahum, and Ark. You know, I mean, all all those, and of course Beast Master, that that pretty sweet Nova Dragon one. So those are them, and then the Phantoms, of course, in Memoria are your other options. So they yeah, and they are kind of themed with the cards too, right? I think so. It's been a minute since I played them, but for my for my memory, they do um, they play certain cards that are really hard to find elsewhere, like Tiger Racket, Elixir. They use like Blue Moon cards uh, or Two Moons. I think it's Two Moon. Yeah, all kinds of like different rare cards. So basically, we just we haven't talked too much about it because no. I think we've sort of expressed. Um, our feelings about the random variants of the it. card game and things like that. So Hate this game. Oh, no. man, I just can't do it anymore. <laughs> but anyways, so we just wanted to finish off this. That's kind of like our last, you know, our last, last thing on the card game and where you yeah. can get the final rare cards. 
Yeah. And, and that's the thing, you know, we, we definitely have talked about it. We don't just, you know, we just don't really enjoy playing it as much as as Triple Triad. But the, that's the main thing is we, if you do did get all the cards up to this point, especially if you got the Chocobo treasure ones, you should have a really good hand. Hopefully, unless yeah. unless you just really weren't paying attention to the arrows and you kind of got screwed there. But if if you did get all of them to this point, you should be able to challenge these people. Doesn't mean you're going to win. And it, honestly, they could have all flans and they'd still beat you. But that's okay <laughs> because just save it after every single time. <laughs> if you're on the yeah. remaster versions, just zone out and zone right back in. Autosave has your back, and just you know keep playing them. Getting, getting, you yeah. know, getting those cards. It, it I mean, kind of like Alex. I mean, you got all the masters there. You got, we have all the phantoms. So you kind of might have to just be pretty intentional and in targeting a certain card that maybe you need or you know whatever, and just going there. Yeah, but it, some ridiculous things do happen. Like I, me and Mark were talking a little while ago, and I, I had played a game, and it was something ridiculous where like uh, a lizard man card was able to beat Limblum. I was like. How would that happen? <laughs> like, yeah. So, destroyed? Seriously. I just won't stand for that, you know? Yeah, so. No, it's it's too ridiculous. It's like, yeah, Lizard Man walked up to Limblum and, uh, you know, just destroyed it. Just knocked on the gates. No, and, and we have talked about it quite a bit. I know uh, not so much on the podcast episodes, but, you know, we, we do actually, we like Tetra Master. I think it's a really cool game. The card's pretty cool. Yeah. We strongly like the map and the variability of it. I mean, it's different every single time, you know? And so you are able to have the strategy and especially like, you know, kind of the whole, the cards, when you flip a card, it flips whatever's in the arrows. That's really cool too. It's just, it's the, you know, it, it's the variability. It's too great. It's too much mm -hmm. for the cards. It just, it's too frustrating when, you know, your A ranked or straight A strength card loses to a, you know, like a four de defense. And it's like, come on, man. Like, it's just. It just happens way too often in it my does. opinion. Like it shouldn't happen. It should only happen like maybe one once every twenty times or something. Yeah. It seems to happen like almost a quarter, like twenty five percent of the time. So often, yeah. Anyways. So, yeah. So that's our thoughts. We will mention some of the phantoms as we go. There's pretty much just like one or two on every screen, just about I think. And so you know, you can go through that way. But so we are still in that kind of clock tower screen. So if you just follow the stairs on around, head out in the path, you'll kind of be like outside. It still looks very kind of, I don't know, man. It looks like very early 1800s look, you know, like all kind of college, yeah. cottage homes. And, you know, it's, it's again, it's kind of all castling. So you kind of just work up the scaffolding up to the top. There is a little, it's like, like a, an alcove. Yeah, yeah, pretty much like an alcove or something. It's just a little break from the path. I think it's like either on the second or third level of the stairs. Impossible. You have to walk by. Impossible to miss. If you go down it, there is the weapon that is the tower. It's for Zidane. You get another yeah. achievement or whatever this is. I think it's second second best, right, compared to yeah. Ultima. All of the weapons in here are pretty much the best or the second best, best. Or the yeah. second best weapons in the game. So you still get achievements for them. They're pretty darn good. Um, and yeah, the tower tower's a really good weapon. So yeah, really cool. And so you will continue on as usual. And it's just you're you're on a very tight rail, you know, kind of path here. It's just leading around. And as you go, you get in a battle. At first, you're like, oh, man, random battle. But then you hear the music. So you know yeah. it's not. And before yeah. we find out anything else, let's go to Seed Trivia. All right. Well, Alex is on his rank 32 Seed Quiz. 
You know, I guess I've just been making them too easy lately. So we're gonna <laughs> ramp this up. No, I say that each time, and then I'm, and then you answer these instantly, and I'm like, well, crap. Took me like <laughs> ten minutes to think of. No, all right. So we're gonna start us out on Final Fantasy X, man. So this okay. is actually going back to something you were trying to explain a little bit during the bold move that I was trying to stop you. But in Final Fantasy X, and we will talk about this once we get there, there's the whole affection little kind of, you know, minigame almost, right? And there are, in the game, there are a total of four cutscenes that will change based on, you know, your affection with the other players. Or other characters, mm -hmm. rather. For those four cutscenes... No matter what the points say, it's a tie or something, right? All of them tied points. They give Lulu priority on three of the four cutscenes. Oh man. Yeah. Now, now you're really bringing out the tough questions because <laughs> I have no idea. I, I know about the affection system and I know right. kind of a little bit how that works, but I didn't know. I'm gonna say false because I, I haven't heard of that. All right. Final Fantasy 13 is our next question. The scale beast staggers at 130%. Uh, true. Alright, Final Fantasy VII. The Midgar Zolum, Zolum, did I say it right? I don't know. Has so. <laughs> 4,000 health. True. Final Fantasy XII, the Sledgehammer, and this is for the original version, which I think you're more familiar with anyways. The okay. Sledgehammer is the only axe or hammer that has an added effect. Uh, I'm not sure. True. <laughs> In Final Fantasy VIII, when Laguna and his gang go to Delling City and they're sitting in the hotel, they order three Coors Lights. <laughs> False. <laughs> Final Fantasy X-2, original version as well for this one. When you find, and I actually, well, I don't, I don't know if it's any different, so let's just say original version for this one. When you find all 13 squatter monkeys at Kilika, you will get the Chaos Maelstrom Garment Grid. That is true. And our last question is in Final Fantasy IX. If you inspect the Dueling Claws description, it says Long Sharp Claws. Uh, false. Alright, man, let's recap this. So, our first question was the Final Fantasy X affection one. And how, in the event of tie or something like that, Lulu takes priority in three of the four possible cutscenes that, that change. You said false, it is false. Okay. She doesn't take priority on two, she takes priority, or three of them, she takes priority on two of them. And then okay. Yuna is the other person that takes priority on the other two. Interesting, Interesting stuff. Yeah, we'll have to go yeah. through that as we play, man, because I really don't know much about that either. Oh, me neither. All right, our next question is Final Fantasy Thirteen. The scale beast staggers at 130%. You said true, and it is false. Uh, it is 115%. I tried to pick one that's like, you know, scale beast, you definitely wanted to fight those, and they suck so bad because you have Vanille and Saz, oh, but they're blocking great treasure, and so it's like, oh my gosh. I hate those guys. Battle takes like 10 minutes. Final Fantasy VII, the Midgar Zolm has 4,000 health. You said true, it is true. I figured you'd probably know that one. <laughs> Alright, next question was the Sledgehammer in Final Fantasy XII being the only axe or hammer that has an added effect. 
Sounded like you guessed it, true, but you guessed correct, yeah. friend. It is true. Okay. It's disabled, yeah, I knew but that it's the one only did. one. They don't, yeah, the sledgehammers and axes definitely don't have uh, much to offer in ways of added added effects of any kind, so. Yeah. Final Fantasy VIII, Laguna and Gain, they go to Delian City Hotel and say, Hey, babe, give me three cores lights, please. <laughs> You said false, and that's actually... No, it's false. They have three usuals. The usual. Yeah, usual. I was thinking about that. I'm like, well, it's not specific, so... It could be, could be Corsola. Yeah, we don't could know. Be could be Corsola. Yeah, I was thinking for a minute. The mountains are blue, cold activated. <laughs> all right, next question. Final Fantasy X-2. Once you find all 13 squatter monkeys at Kilika, you get the Chaos Maelstrom Garmic Grid. You said that instantly, so clearly that was... <laughs> Very easy to know for you. Oh, That's true. Man. You got it. Really went overkill on ten two. Yeah, I know. I don't. You know, I just can't remember some of these things and like how pivotal, yeah. you know, pivotal or important they are. And so, you know. All right, our last question: the Final Fantasy nine involving inspecting dueling claws, and it says long sharp claws. You said false, and it is false. Yeah, it's like claws that can destroy the world or something. <laughs> it's it's intense, right? Doesn't you know, have like a really crazy. It is yeah. weapon once used by a legendary foe. Oh, okay, I was way off. Never mind. Yeah. Anyways, tiger tiger fangs was the long sharp claws. I like reading the descriptions, man. They're pretty hilarious. Yeah, I know they're kind of interesting. Yeah. All right, man. Well, regardless, you only missed I think one two questions, so you did pass your rank. 32 seed quiz. Congrats, friend. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, Alex is on a roll once again with these. And we are going to go back to figure out why it was playing boss battle music all of a sudden. And, well, it is playing that music because... It's a boss. Imagine that. It is yeah. Malaris. 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 Yeah. Yep. I think that's. I think that's about right. Malaris. Yeah. Whatever. We're both Malaris. Malaris. Sure. Whatever. To say that. But you'll recognize yep. this is the one that is one of the shrine fiends that that we never actually fought. It was the one right. that Amaran and Freya had to fight. So. Yeah. Yeah. It starts the battle and the boss is like, "Oh, we meet again," or something like that. And you're like, "Yeah." Dude, I don't know you. You know, that's what we'd be like. You gotta you gotta try to stiff him, make him feel bad about him. Somebody, pff, who are you? <laughs> who are you? Anyways? Who are you? I don't remember you. <laughs> nah, so <laughs> let's do the steals first. Once again, this kind of just goes exactly like we were talking about with Nova Dragon. I mean, if it's something that you do need and really want, go for it. But it, none of it's really missable, right? I don't think with this. Like you got um, 100% Genji armor, so I mean... Yeah, technically not, but this is your only chance to get uh, multiple of the Genji right. yes. stuff. So this one has the Genji armor. And nicely, like, luckily, they made it so that it's 100% steel. So you're going to get the Genji armor. Yep, no matter what. Um, and 25% it, is ultimate yeah. sword. Yeah, and I mean, I guess it would be cool. I mean, so Genji armor isn't missable per se, but yes, this is like the only, what, second copy of it, so to speak. Yeah, so, if you just want multiples, that's all. Yeah, it's not going to be better than anything else, but it's just the fact that, well, that's the only other one you can get, I think, and so there you are. But 25% is Ultima Sword, and then 6.25% is a Mass Immune, so... Totally not worth it. No, yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe still a couple times, see what you get, but Genji armor may be the only one you want. And this guy, 
not not too crazy. The the only really thing you should probably just watch out for, and it kind of just goes along with always having just protecting against status effects. It does use mustard bomb, so you do have to watch out for that. But other than that, just kind of yeah. a bunch of physical attacks for the most part. Yeah, just uses like sword quiver is the basic physical attack. They can do quite a bit of damage, so just you know what to expect at this point in the game with the yeah. damage and everything. Has a big move i'm trying to remember it it's like um it's like fire burning, sash or something like that burning fire slash yeah it's yeah. something like that and that one can actually like that's probably its most dangerous move it can do i don't know 2000 or something yes. like that so it can do quite a bit of damage and the other tricky thing about this boss is that it does actually have a final attack on death yes which is raining swords raining it's the swords. whole party so yes be careful of that yeah, and so with the physical attacks, uses fire attacks. So again, if you want to have something like Rosetta Rain or anything that you know reduces fire damage, that can be helpful. And yes, raining swords. I, you know, it did quite a bit to my party. I was, I was topped up. I was good to go. I was preparing for it, and so I think it did like twenty six hundred ish to a couple of them, maybe a little less to a third. And but it totally just I fray, you know, it just totally missed fray. Didn't even hit fray. I was like, okay, I don't know if that was a That's dodge weird. or you know a miss or something, but it just didn't do any damage to her at all. So yeah. I don't know if it's one of those where it kind of does pool damage but redistributes it, you know, here and there, you know, whatever. But just be aware that is that is a you know ability on death. So might finish off a couple people if they're kind of low, and yeah. that's that. So right here at this moment, right after you know, don't move the character. You can now head back again to Limblum for the next side quest. So we're at the three of the nine. Remember, nine finishes it. You have 18 opportunities, but we're on the third one. And if you go all the way back, you go to the door. Someone comes on out of it. And it's someone named Denaro. And he looks just like the others. And he comes out and he's like, where's Gennaro, Zanero, and Benero? I'm going to go look oh for him. And then God. he leaves. And it's like... I think I see where this is headed, and so you I know. Like how, I, I like how too. It's like very, very close to Dinero. Dinero, <laughs> and they're like Dinero. the money guy. Dinero. Dinero. He's the money guy. Yes. Yeah. It's so go ahead, head all the way back. It, it is a pain in the butt, especially you know. I don't blame you if you're not using modifiers. I'm using modifiers this whole time, man. I was like, I'm just, I'm gonna crank this out. I. Do not want to fight a thousand battles going back and forth to do this. So, no, exactly. Pretty interesting thing. I don't know how many people know about this, but yes, that is your third attempt. That would be three out of nine if you've hit all of them so far. And I will, we'll, we'll stop and we'll discuss all of the eighteen just to at least let you know where they're at. All right, so you move on to the next screen from here, and we get some really cool stuff. So it's kind of like uh, there's like stairs and. Just, I don't know, maybe, maybe a monument or something there. But in the background, there's, well, what looks like, and they talk about it, Alexandria. I think it's like, what, Ico's there, uh, Zidane's yeah. there, Dagger's there, and Kina's there. And, you know, Zidane, Dagger, and Ico are, are seeing Alexandria, but then, like, something happens, man. It's really cool. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't I mean, it? it's kind of an intense scene where it basically is. it goes over, like, the history of its destruction. You kind of see... Bahamut appear and everything like that. Yeah. It's, it's a crazy like Invincible illusion or something too. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then it and then like it, the, the vision kind of like ends with it just being like encased in fire. And then once that dissipates, there's like the destroyed Alexandria as they know it. 
Kina's kind of off to the side and she's like, I not see anything, you know, and all this stuff. But that's when yeah. Zidane kind of remember what Garland was saying. I was like, well, of course you haven't. You weren't, you weren't there. You know, this is like a memory. This happened from us. Only, only we have this memory. And so it's just kind of really is hammering down this whole Memoria place and how interesting this is. Lo and behold, here comes Santa Claus, I mean Garland, and, you know, he's speaking to all the little girls and boys, and it's it's kind of interesting. I just, I'm making light of the fact that Garland's just, yeah, I mean, seriously, dude, what the, what the heck? I mean, does he have a megaphone? Yeah. Like, where, where is he talking from? But anyways, <laughs> you know... Seriously, he he gives us a little bit more. He says, like, you know, Kuja tried to, you know, defy me and use Alexandria. But he's like, but actually, all of this all started 10 years ago with an incident. An incident started this all 10 years ago. And so we're assuming we're going to get all this info about, yeah, like, what happened, man? What made him snap? Yeah, it's it's pretty it gets starts to get really intricate at this point. And as we progress through this place, we're going to find out more about what the heck he's talking about because things <laughs> yeah. are about to get even more real. Yes. So. Yeah, it's pretty... It's like, it's like you said, man, earlier. It, it really is like you when you're here, you know this is the end of the game. You know, I yeah. mean, there's... If you're playing for the first time, maybe Terra, it's like, oh, maybe this is the first time I fought Garland, man. I got to fight Kuja. Is this the end? But once yeah. you get here, man, it's like, no, you, you know this is the end for sure. So so once all that ends, the vision, you know, and all that, and Garland, you can go up those little tiny stairs. And on the right side, it's just like a save point, one of those things. I actually don't even think it's lit up. So this one's kind of like an invisible one. I think you can rest and, and save as normal. On the left side, though, something pretty cool. You got the angel flute. So there you go. That's the best flute in the game. Yeah, um, I was going to say. Do you know what abilities has on it? I, I do not remember. I'm going to guess. Like, I think it's... It might have holy or full life or something like okay. that. Okay, pretty cool um, stuff. It's definitely, definitely her best weapon. I guess it's just a, button. yeah, it's a, well, you just got to decide if you want to use the flute or the racket. Right, because, I mean, Tiger yeah. Racket is essentially for Ico. I mean, it's, you know, of course, it's Dagger got, can use it, but it's got a the spell on it, I think. You know, which, who cares got, about that? But it's Yeah, Kiraga, Izuna, and holy. Okay. so And you get the ultimate flute achievement, so yes. that's pretty nice. Yeah, there you go. So definitely, definitely pick up that flute. And, well, it's time to head back to Limblum again. <laughs> I know we just head back, but here's your next opportunity. You so this again. is number four of nine. And you work your way all the way to the theater district. I hustled and muscled. You go to the door. Zidane jumps back. Out comes Panero. And Panero <laughs> is like, where is Dinero, Gennaro, Zanero, and Panero? I'll go look for him. And then Panero runs off. Ridiculous. So... Uh, I, I've never done this, and I have not looked up past this. I'm doing it myself, so you're all experiencing this with me for the first time, hopefully as well. And we we all think all can see where this is this is going down. One of these uh, kind of little fun little riddle name things, and so we will I always, do yeah. this for sure and keep it going. Have to. I always did say they were like the weirdest, just super weird characters, right? So I do like that they added in this kind of like Easter egg type thing that's yes. sort of a joke. Where oh, it's great. There's even more than there's you more of them. Like... Yeah, there's more than three apparently. So <laughs> gosh, this is great. This is fantastic. It's weird, man. Oh, it's so weird. But yes, so like like I mentioned, we will be following this. We're going to continue. We're going to see how many of the narrows there are, and this is going to be hysterical. <laughs> Got all the screenshots, so we'll post it, of course. Well, here's the thing. Memoria is quite large. We planned this to go into two episodes. So we are going to pause right there. It seems like a pretty good sp spot to, to stop at the save points. 
And I know we got a bunch of bosses coming and a bunch of side stuff. And so we're going to have to decide when we do eventually go back out to the world and, and finish off all the kind of stuff there where we are approaching kind of the, the end of the story. And so we will do that pretty mm -hmm. soon. We also have, a, you know, a hidden side boss as well that we haven't gotten to yet. So yeah. we will, we will of course, discuss that. But yes. So that will do it for us on this episode. We thank you so much for listening and supporting us, the podcast. It's been over a year now that we have been running up, and it is awesome. It's been a lot of fun, and of course, just working our way all the way through Final Fantasy IX, exhausting that has been a lot of fun as well. You can stop off yeah. at our website. It is Final Stop for FinalFantasyTalks.com. We have our podcast there, or the episodes rather, and the blog posts for those episodes if you're just curious, a little more info about it. You can also go to our Instagram. It is Final Stuff Final Fantasy Talks handle as well. And we, just as we mentioned throughout this episode, we post media and pictures, clips, you know, whatever of just the, the episode itself and have kind of fun conversations about it, ask questions. Great way to get plugged in. Yeah, exactly. All right, that'll do it for this time. We'll catch you in the next episode. I'm Mark. And I'm Alex. And this is Final Stop for Final Fantasy Talks.